Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is That's the World We're Living In. And I'm your host, Rory Cunningham. This week, we have a special two-part episode because me, Rob, and Dom got together over the weekend on night one of WrestleMania. Yeah, it was awesome. We got together, decided to do a podcast live from the Man Cave because why not? We wanted to hang out together and... We had some drinks, had a podcast, watched uh, WrestleMania. It was awesome. And I uh, had a great time with the guys. Uh, we ended up recording for about three plus hours. So we're going to split that, like I said, into two parts. Part one is coming right up. And before that, I just want to take a second to say thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, remember you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at that's the world we're living in. And also remember to like subscribe, rate and review and share the podcast with your friends, please. Um, that's the only way to get us heard more and we really appreciate it. So I suppose without further ado, here is part one of life in the man cave. On WrestleMania night. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Done by, um, by source, I want to say. And it was the most individual words used in the first, like, three albums of a rapper's career. Like, so, like, basically seeing who has the most diverse vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. And members of the Wu-Tang were, like, three out of the top five or six. So that's with just using the it, most different Different word individual words. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, rappers nowadays would be fucked. Yeah, because they don't really spit fast or even, like, a lot. And then they repeat bars like DaBaby. Like, I was complaining on Snapchat. I think I sent it to you. Where DaBaby and a, oh, yeah. a lot of verses. No, it's something about, like, ketchup, mayo, get your bread up. Like, every verse he does that ketchup line. I, yeah. I can't say every verse, but a lot of them. Yeah. And that shit just is pissing me off lately. Like, I can't stand it. They recycle everything. There was a time back in the day where, like, if you had a hot line, you would recycle it into a hook maybe. Like, but now they just use the same shit in every verse. And I, I feel it's one of the reasons like it's a lack like, of effort. I've always liked Nas is because he's, he's got good depth of vocabulary and... A lot of those older albums are obviously just fucking gems. But. Yeah, Nas is fantastic. He's top Nas tier for sure. Yeah, it's I like th- we can we can fucking start if you guys want to. I, I threw this on, but just because I was I just like, saw this the is light conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't care if this ends up on the show at all. Yeah. But I figure if I put my ears on, then I can tell whether yeah, or not I'm close enough that. to the mic. Uh, I let's figured we'd start after the, after the shot. Yeah, let's, get, let's get do this real hard. quick. Get the cling. We'll get yep. the cling on yep. the audio so we can. Like I wouldn't say that. DMX is a guy where you're like, all right, depth of vocabulary, <laughs> but he still made his shit work. I, would I think say DMX is about his energy. It's the all energy about the energy is, that is in his music. It was is about him as a character, real. like his gimmick as a rapper. That, like, there was one song that oh, Six Nine good. did, like because Six Nine is very similar, like. Um, trash rapper. Don't. I'm not putting him in the same 
uh, league is DMX, but like his music was all about that energy. It was just hype music. Right. And there was one song, I think it's called Billy, that I actually kind of grew, grew fond of, excuse me. And um, Connie would always make fun of me for listening to it, but like I would put on DMX and I'd be like, this gives me that feeling. Like Uh-oh, it makes me want to fucking hurt someone. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's giving him the Cesaro swing. Watching some WrestleMania. Oh, so he lets go of him because it hurts his hand. Come on, man. I think he just gets oh, he's sharpshooter. Let it go, and then he sharpshooter. The sharpshooter. Yep. That's this a good is, one. This is Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Oh, we got the rope. That was always my favorite. Back in the day, they would really play, crawl across. Yeah, when they would try to like, they yeah. try to get there my a little bit, and then they ones were actually lift them up and pull them away. The sharpshooter ones with Bret Hart and Stone Cold. Stone Cold would sell that fucking effort to get to the rope so well, like the faces he would put on, because he was bald, so you could see his whole shit get red. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, it really it worked well. I like where he's went with his career, like since with the podcasting and, and a lot of like, shows like he said uh like i don't know if it was true tv or something he had like the broken skull ranch show and yep. just a bunch of meatheads like doing fucking like i don't know it was like gladiator shit almost you'd be like both have harnesses on your waist and you'd be tied to the same rope and you'd run away from each other and see who was stronger basically oh yeah that was the competition show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. broken skull ranch i think it was now called. he just takes pe- like celebrities around and does like fun shit with them yeah which is pretty cool too yeah i've seen that one where yeah. he's taking diff- and it's like a good variety of celebrities. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, people like him. He's a he's a genuine dude. So he's easy to like. It's easy for him to get uh, celebrities to come on his show because he's been around forever. I'm sure he's made the rounds. As, like he's a celebrity himself. So like he hangs out with. Yo, I remember like being at my grandparents' house one day and like me being obsessed with wrestling and my brother being obsessed with wrestling and then like uh, it was like the day after. Stone Cold rolled up with the fucking beer truck and, and sprayed, sprayed, yeah. and sprayed oh, everyone. Such a classic. I remember my grandfather being like, yeah, I heard about Stone Cold last night. And just being like, it had gotten to that point. Yeah. Where like, you know In what I mean? In the Attitude like, Era, it really was pop culture. It was that popular. It well, was. I have on, on VHS, I have the best of Raw volumes one, two, and three. And it's basically just Stone a, Cold. a summary <laughs> of the Attitude Era. Oh, really? And it's all those great Stone Cold moments. So, yeah, DMX moments. And if, oh, it's like... I say DMX. That DX. Would, <laughs> that would honestly be worth a fucking t- thing, too, for that, for the new podcast. What's a so whole shit, Attitude yeah. Era fucking I couldn't yeah. talk wrestling with you guys, anything about New, new Age, but I know all oh, that shit. I would be able to kick it from anything in the 90s, early oh, Especially 2000s, if we were, like, sure. doing this and had, like, the matches playing in the background. I, it would, like... Because I know when I watch them now, like watching that Mankind, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, there are things I forgot that like I'm like, oh, before it happens, I remember. I'm like, he's about to do this, and I would have never thought of it, but as, as I watch it, it's all coming back, and that's that's really cool. I think it would lead to some great conversations. And I love the characters from the Attitude Era. Oh, I, yeah. I, and I'm mean, like it watching was, right yeah. now, and I'm just not, I don't see it. I'm not intrigued. No, exactly. Yeah, they don't make me want. They don't make me like them or hate them enough. Yeah, and I'm not saying that like the wrestling honestly it doesn't seem like it's that bad. And it looks like they have some. Well, good no, so they're very the, athletic. That's the big difference between now, then, and now is that then all of the stuff besides the wrestling was amazing. Right, and the yeah, wrestling the was promos. like just decent enough to like keep you there. Now the everything wrestling. around the wrestling. Pretty much really sucks. Yeah. But the wrestling's really good. Yeah. I was going to say, because they're performing well. Yeah. Like these moves, like they look good. They, it's just this, 
the Ooh, issue is that, is that like you guys said, pedigree? you don't you don't care about right. the the characters. You don't care about, and that bleeds into you don't care about the match, despite how good the match may be. Right, and that's what sucks is that the guys go out there, they work their asses off, but people that are watching aren't nearly as invested as they used to be in watching a match. Right. Because think they just can't, they can't build up the characters the same way as they used to. Right. And the storylines are just not nearly as intriguing. Is it the PG th- stuff, you think? I think that has something to do with it. Right. Yeah. Because definitely. they wanted it to be more for kids, right? Isn't that what they were originally that's wanted how, to do? That's why they're on Peacock right now. They'd never be on... The WWE Network would have never merged with Peacock if they hadn't have gone PG 10 years ago. Because right. It, wrestling is a controversial sport in nature, but then there's a lot of controversial shit that WWE's done over the years. Yeah, right. I, th- I think they had to like kind of save face a bit after the Attitude Era because they, they went a little far. I remember one they time. They realized if they I wanted would, better sponsors and really good TV deals, they had to PG. tone down the program and appeal to a wider audience. I remember... Because I used to get pay-per-views all the time. I remember begging my parents and being like, can we get the pay-per-view? I'll pay you, blah, blah, blah. We saved the money, blah, 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 getting these pay-per-views. And I remember one time, I think her name was Kitty. She's, she actually was up, and she's on, like, the she Megatron, and she flashed her tits. And I remember my mom being like, I fucking knew it. Is she, that the one where the, She, like, because, like, the, it was getting to that point where they kept, like, getting to the point where, like, maybe they're even going to show, like, nudity. Is that the one and where then, the ring rope is like perfectly across? No, and, this or was is this the one where you yeah, could okay. legit see okay, her tits. Yeah, like yeah. I was just like, yeah, oh my that, god, that's a good one. Yeah. I think she married Jerry Lawler at one point. That, <laughs> after, that wrestler yeah. after yeah. this incident, I'm sure he was probably like, woo, because he was all about puppies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, woo, I remember the puppies, puppies. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is something that now, obviously, they would never like that that tag team match that they just had with all the. All the puppies were Lawler would have been drooling the oh, whole time. Oh, he would have yeah, been yeah. drooling That the would have been half the commentary was their bodies and not the match. Oh, yeah. It well, would have been like... They Ooh. used to do bra and panty matches. I know. Where yeah, you had yeah. to strip each other down. Yeah. And like, yeah, they, they don't do totally that gotten away from that. Dude, that just reminded me of a pay-per-view story from when I was younger. Uh, we had this downstairs neighbor, old woman Evelyn, loved rustling. And so... I would often go to her house on Sunday nights for pay-per-views because we were a little on the poor side. And uh, we couldn't afford to get them, so oh, my mom wouldn't order them. She'd send me downstairs to hang out with Evelyn. Oh, that's the, the end. One that's night, my dude. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, yeah, it was kind of keeps coming up, but Bret Hart versus uh, versus Stone Cold, and the pay per view ended with Stone Cold bleeding from his face in a sharpshooter, and then he just passed out, at, like in the ring, and that's how the match ended. That's WrestleMania 13. 13, I, I want to say, yeah. I went upstairs to my apartment crying. To my mother, I thought Stone Cold died. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's how good wrestling used to be, though. Well, I was, that's how young I was. And, that, and I'm and saying that. Dude, that's the two episodes in a row where you thought somebody, somebody was died dead. for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I fucking was convinced that he was dead. And I went upstairs crying. And my mom said, you're not allowed to watch these wrestling shows anymore. And then I, was, I just stopped crying. I was like, no, no it's, it's fine. He's not dead. Uh, he's not dead. <laughs> the Texas rattlesnake would never die. Because you know how that works. Like, Sunday yeah. was the pay-per-view. I had to watch the next day and find out on Raw what actually happened. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't going to yeah. let her like, cut me off from the sport at its height. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those <laughs> those Raws, though, the after pay-per-view Raws, We're I always definitely really remember those. Yeah. Super because hype. sometimes, 
something would happen that was like legit. Like they somebody would win the title back or maybe the next even or night. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like and it was like, holy shit. That I remember the rock pulling that off, losing it at a pay-per-view and winning it back on a Monday night. He was probably like, yo, Vince, I'm literally the fucking face of this place right now. You're gonna make me lose the lose the title. He's like, No, listen, Dwayne, you're gonna get it back on Monday. He's like <laughs> I just still don't want to lose it. He's like, you'll get it back on Monday and you'll keep it for fucking, you know, another six months. He's like, okay, okay, I'll do it. That's the other thing too, is it's just not as, it's not as like unpredictable and, and wild as it used to be. Was just Corey doesn't, doesn't have the hype a wrestler? Corey. He was. And then I think he had multiple concussions and eventually he had to just retire. What from, happened to from Taz? Wrestling. He doesn't. He doesn't do any. Oh, I so forgot about Taz. commentating anymore. Because Taz he, did, was that a similar thing. I he hated got, him as a commentator. He got injured and then became a commentator. He did a morning radio show for a while, and he was doing a podcast at the same time. And then he took a job with AEW, and now he is a manager in AEW. He has his own like, a, he has a stable or a faction or whatever in AEW. Uh, let's let's clinky in front of a mic. Oh, that was <laughs> that, beautiful. Yeah, that, I figured that would work a little better. Is everyone doing it at all? Well. Okay, sorry. Dom, you made that look painful at the end there. <laughs> it looked like you were very slowly tasting it. Didn't it look like he was, like, savoring it? Well, honestly, I was I was going to sip it. I was going to take a sip at first, and then you said something, and I just switched gears. <laughs> I just yeah, switched your gear. mind I went, decided I was just going to take a shot. Your mind went, I'm not a pussy. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, we didn't yeah, decide exactly. whether we were Because yeah. that's definitely a large shot. Oh, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's hard to judge. Yeah. Yeah. Was this probably too big for a shot, yeah. so I'll take a little swig here, and then, you know what? Fuck it. And then I, I, the, I watched Rob just went ham. And I was like, okay, we're taking this as a shot. So I can't have it in my mouth, like any liquor, for more than like a half a second, and I need uh, a chaser. Um, I know singular. my own faults and, and, and weaknesses, and I will throw up yeah. like fast. I have a really bad, like if a shot goes the wrong way and it's in my mouth for too long or it's like, a, I don't know, anything can happen. So I, I do things quick and get it over with. Yeah. Because it's happened too many times where I end up projectile vomiting in front of people and that I barely know at a party because a shot went wrong. And that's way too <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Well, um, I actually saved my wife from uh, the, being a victim of projectile vomiting before we were married. It may really? have actually been what one of That's why she married you. Yeah. yeah for sure. We were I would actually, marry you if you do that for yeah, me. Yeah, we were in a... I think we were at a... We were at a party right by a campfire. And I can't remember if it was happening in a tent. We were all smoking in this tent, clam bake this tent. And this guy was like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke. And somebody, I think, I can't remember if he ripped open the door, like, to the tent, and then went to puke. But it was like, uh, like, like and I was, yeah, it was like, it was definitely, like, huge. And I was like, no, get out of the way. And, like, pulled her out of the way and, uh, yeah, saved <laughs> and her from. she fell in love that moment. She was. <laughs> Were you already dating or you weren't no. even dating yet? No, no. I think she wanted it, but. <laughs> I can't wait till she listens to this episode. <laughs> she wanted it. She wanted it yeah, pretty bad. I, I can tell. tell. She wanted it, but uh. buddy, buddy of mine puked in history class once back in high school. Yeah, and, that's got to be embarrassing. And he tried to like stifle it, so there was that initial projection that hit 
the sleeve of my pants oh. on my left leg. So, oh, like just a little the, something. The hand to he the mouth, to and then what happens usually is that it goes the in the hand and then sprays, sprays out between your fingers. Yeah. And well, then it's like a fucking hose because yeah. of that pressure. I think he did the open hand instead of the fist. So it just kind of went down. So it ended up there was a tiny bit that sneaked through, <laughs> but then he ended up with a, a literal puddle of puke in his lap. <laughs> oh. and, and, it, and he was so shocked that it happened. He like didn't, he like, basically he tried to act like it didn't happen. I want to know how anyone like, was shocked that they puked. He, like that comes like, on. All right, yeah. all right, let, let just... Keep, keep every, teaching. It didn't happen. Let's just keep going with you class. Can't, you can't smell it. And that. everybody's like, yeah, dude, no. Wait, he tried that hard? Like, he, he had a little literal puddle of, of puke in his lap, but <laughs> he was so shocked by it, he didn't, like, no, he couldn't react. I want to meet and this kid's parents to, for he, one I don't reason. think he consciously did it, but he tried to play it off. Yeah. Like, all right, let's just act like nothing happened. Yeah. And it was clear that, like. It happened. Oh, it happened. It definitely Everybody happened. was just staring at him like, dude, you need to get out of here. I want to meet this kid's parents and pick their brain because obviously they did a really good job of instilling how important school is to this kid because even when he's covered in his own fucking puke, he's like, oh, no, just teach me. <laughs> and I well, think, maybe he was just. Oh, it was not that. Straight up petrified. Now that I think you know about what? it, he was probably trying to calculate how he was going to get up with a puddle of puke in his lap. Yeah, Man, right. You know, he, he, he was he, like trying to think like, can I, can I puddle this with my, like. What am I going to do here? I am so opposite of this <laughs> How can kid. I not make this worse? <laughs> anytime I've ever puked, one of my main concerns is how do I not get this on me in any way? Yo, anytime. It was just like in, into my adulthood where I was able to even puke. Like, I used to just be like, I would talk myself down from puking to like a fault where, like, honestly, if I would have just puked, would have felt a hundred times better. But I'm like, no, right? You don't want this. Don't do it. I, I developed a technique of sipping water in a way. Like if I like would have the spins when I was young and yeah. get all drunk and have the spins. I developed this technique. Like, because you know the last stage before you puke from being drunk is like your mouth starts watering real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's I, when you nail. I figured out that if I sipped water and like almost like, I guess the best word for it is like I atomized it. As it like would touch my lips, I would suck in real hard. And so it would like break it into little particles and spread throughout my mouth. And that would, like, kind of wash the saliva down with the water. Oh, this and sounds good, yeah. And so it actually, like, if I did that, like, repeatedly, it sips small amounts of water, it would stop me from having to puke. Yeah. And just like you're saying, though, like, I realized later on, like, my body was trying to reject poison, and I was forcing it to keep it yeah. in my body. <laughs> so, like, why do you think you were so, like, hungover yeah, and right. fucking useless the, the next, next day? Because yeah. your body was doing what is natural, and you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way. Now that I, like, know how, like, literally puking sometimes can make you feel so much better, I'm like, why did I stop myself? I just hated... Like, you know, when you're younger and when you're, like, a kid and you puke, it's only because you're, like, extremely sick. It's yeah. not yeah. because you're drinking or anything like that. Yeah, so it's a horrible. So, yeah, it's a horrible experience. It is, I mean, not at any time you're, like, puking. You're like, this is fun. Well, but, but, like, but it stays kid, with you and then you try to avoid it. Exactly. And I remember trying to avoid it to a fault. I remember being in front of my toilet one time, like, being like, I'm, I'm going to puke, so I need to be here if, in case this happens. But just being like... At 16, I moved here, and uh, so what happened was in my junior year, 
or right before my junior year, my mom told us, uh, yeah, hey, we're moving to Maine, and that's it. You don't have a choice or anything. What was the reasoning? Did she meet someone? My stepfather at the time, his mother lived in Augusta, and she was getting on in in her age, and he wanted to be closer to her. And uh, so he wanted to be here, and that's what happened. Wow. So I rejected that. You're like, the capital? Cool. (laughs) I rejected that completely. I lived with my dad for a year. I was like, fuck you. I'm staying in Haverhill. Like, you're going to uproot me in the middle of high school. I was... You know, typical teenager. About no, it. yeah, because I can't imagine no, being uprooted be in high school. You know what sucked even worse? That'd be brutal. I stayed with my dad for a year and then had to leave and go to Maine. When I finally decided to go, I came here for my senior year. So I got wow. integrated into a senior class that was like, you know, they have this camaraderie. They've probably been through like K through 12 together, cause especially because this is a smaller town than I am oh, used, used yeah, to. So yeah. most people know most people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... Thankfully, I'm a pretty social person, and, like, I try to be easy to get along with. Like, right. I was describing to you on the way here, though, mm-hmm. younger Rob was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't get along with everyone. I think a lot of people, myself included, look back at our younger selves and be like, wow. But really? that's a sign of growth. That's how you were? That's how you acted? It's a sign of growth. At least that's the way I take it. Like, if I can look back and know, yeah. even at, like, two years ago, Rob, if I can look back and know, and, like, you know, I was oh, fucking yeah. up on yeah. something, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, we're, we're slowly getting better. Yeah. If you, but, can, if you can recognize your faults, then well, that's you the can thing too. A lot of people right. recognize them and just don't admit them, or like you know they recognize them and then just kind of like write them off or say, well, it's not that bad. The key is to like notice your weaknesses and work on them. Right. If you don't admit that it's a weakness, then you're never going to get better at it. No, and I think uh, there's stuff we used to. Sorry. No, you're good. You're, there's stuff we used to throw around back in high school all the time, and I just think back now, and it's like, wow. We really just used to say that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. And we didn't oh, even yeah. think twice about it. Like, and, yeah. you know, calling stuff gay or yeah. calling people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that was just like. It was regular. It was, everything was. That's what I mean. You know, everything but, back in the day, everything. Oh, that's gay. So oh, that's gay. That's but DMX. I don't think it really actually stemmed from being homophobic by, at in, all. In no those way. Were just, those were just was. the terms of. Exactly. Of the nomenclature at the time. So yeah. today and yesterday have been huge DMX days on any hip-hop serious station. Right. R.I.P. He, he, yeah. he says the F word a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I didn't notice that I had come to be a bit sensitive to the word until I heard it on the radio. And I was like, if there is, they censor other shit on these radio stations. And they let that go. And I was like. They really let it go now? Today on uh Channel 44 or 46. It wasn't Shade 45, but it was one of the other two. Because those wow. are the three stations I listen to other than sports radio. That's one of the that's, – that's a word that I really – I feel I, – there's this video of me, like, back when I worked at Longhorn, and, like, a bunch of people are, like, these girls that, like, we would used to try to record each other, like, singing and doing weird, weird stuff back at Longhorn because we used to fucking act ridiculous. You were in my fucking saving grace because I would come in pissed off to the kitchen. Like, I'd be pissed off. I'd walk into the kitchen, and, like, you and Seth would be, like, dancing and singing, and I would, like, it would, like, really calm me down and make me right. laugh. It, you guys were fucking great when yeah. I worked with you guys. It really, camaraderie was at an all-time high when you guys were doing that dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, one time I had got a video of these three girls that we work with who I'm all three, like are great girls. I am friends with them all like still to this day. Like, and they're all like doing this weird dance in front of each other. And they're like 
all trying to act really weird and they're like dancing right up in each other's faces and I'm like recording them and at the end of the video I'm just like you guys are so gay <laughs> yeah and I was and it like was funny then and I record it and it's <clears throat> on my memory so it comes back every year and I feel like every year I'm just like oh wow you know what I do wow. I, I usually make a point to be like okay that was a mistake and then delete it because a I don't know. Maybe that's the world we're living in blows the fuck up, and then we get canceled because of some old Facebook post. Right, but I'm also sitting here, like, owning the fact, well, you know, before the- anybody even calls me out. Like, like, I know that that, the way that people, like, you have to be more sensitive about how other people feel. And, like, I don't think that as a kid or, like, when you're younger, you really care. You're like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, as I get Whatever, older. Whatever, like, you that way. Teenage Rob said every N-word in every rap song. Right, and now I feel myself switching to homie. I've always I'll said, switch. I'll be like, because I. This is a weird thing, but as a kid and as an adult, one of the things that I pride myself on is that I can rap, bust the rhymes, put your hands where my eyes can see from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and there's a lot of end bombs in that oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> so now when I sing it, I replace every end bomb with homie. It actually makes it so I have a hard time singing the song when they're aggressive. I use bitches. Like who bitches? Yeah. What these, what these bitches want from these bitches? That, does, that one doesn't work. <laughs> what these bitches want from these bitches? That one doesn't work. But like, if you're if it's used as like you're talking about like your enemy, I'm saying what these bitches like because it, yeah. it's two syllables at work. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the weird thing is I always say this: me, my brother, and my buddy Adam, who I, who I uh, look at as a brother. Um, we all went to see Danny Brown, ASAP Rocky, and Schoolboy Q. When we went and saw him, this was at, in Boston at the House of Blues. When we saw Schoolboy Q, he was singing one of his songs, and he stops one of his songs, and he says, I, want all, I just want to let y'all know, I don't care if you white, black, blah, blah, blah. I want y'all to say the N- like, He's like, I want y'all to say N- you know, the N-word. Like, and I like looked, in it, and then he like starts singing the song, and the song has so many N-bombs in it. And I've never seen so many white people Happy as fuck to be able <laughs> to say the N-word in front of so many other black Can people. Can you imagine how many like late teens, early 20s white girls just looked at each other like, <gasps> Yeah, they're like, We can do it! They're like, N-word, 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 N-word. I'm like, you're not even singing the lyrics. You're just literally repeating them. You're not even singing the song at this point. You're just literally just dropping the N-bomb. You just walked up to a black person and started singing. What's wrong My favorite thing, after the song ends, Schoolboy Q goes, Oh, and just by the way, I'm not giving y'all permission to say this at any other time. <laughs> Which is funny because there's a famous video of Kendrick Lamar, same crew, getting that girl on stage. And then shitting the on her for saying that. shitting on which, her for saying the Which saying, was the unfortunate that she was dumb enough to do it. But I also, I, at the time, I did feel like he kind of put her in the position like, why didn't we choose another part of the song where she didn't have to say that? Like He, exactly, he kind of yeah. did that to her as much as she was dumb enough to to you know, say I, it's, it. It's almost to the point where I wonder if he's been watching her the whole show and saw her dropping the n bomb and, and was like, I'm about, to, "I'm about to make a, I'm about to make a fucking statement right here." That honestly sounds more likely than than not because I mean, why else would you do it? And secondly, like he's a very intelligent dude. Like it, it could no, be deeper yeah, than I mean, what we know for yeah, sure. It could definitely be deeper, and it's definitely like that type of like behavior is definitely better than like say an Afro man. Who knocked the bitch out? Who he who came on stage and started dancing with him? Well, and that's the thing. I think my point in him being intelligent is really just saying that you know, had he seen that and, and 
acted out and started like calling her out and like get her the fuck out of here it probably wouldn't have been perceived as as well for him publicly but now if he brings her up on stage and she does something dumb like that like she looks terrible and he doesn't right yeah. so it's kind of a way to like you know give her the fuck you without looking like an asshole even though we're talking about the fact that he could have talked, brought her up for a different part of the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, still. Yeah, definitely could have been avoided on both sides. I won't, I won't say Jay-Z either of them was right. everybody way back in the day that all you have to do is change the letter to J and you're fine. Jigga. Jigga. The Jigga what? man. Jigga who? Jigga what? Jigga huh? So stretch up low, who? get your dough. Yeah, well, I went to I went to the Portland Mall with Connie like a week or two ago. Motherfuckers want to act low, go hit him with no more words, shots with the fofo. Motherfuckers, we're on the way. Fuck uh, rap, coke by the boatload. Oh fuck yeah, run high, gun high, run high, low. Fuck like fuck. I love it, yeah. Dom. Dropping bars. <laughs> That's that Baltimore in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I can. So uh, yeah, we're on the way to the mall, and I had heard just if you don't want it, we'll know. Oh, oh shit! You want to come in and flow? You want to go? You want to hit me with the hydro? Oh, me do my so. head. I ain't going to bed. I'm staying up. Give me another glass. About to hit some ass. Yo, hitting them off with the intravenous penis, the leanest, meanest they've ever seen this. Hey, oh, I'm dude, I'm fucking so happy right now. <laughs> so hey, it's literally making me smile so much right now. I'm like, oh shit. I'm confused, man. I never lose. I never used to. But this bruise on my ego is like the fucking proof, too. The fact that bouncing back is harder than I'd imagined. I'm getting jacked right in my sack, man. How the hell did this happen? I'm invincible. At least that's what I thought, but it's the principle. I got what I got because I got caught not being sensible. But the fuck with it. I ain't stuck with it. I know my luck will hit and I'll get bucked with it. I won't tuck my shit. I let my big balls hang. I'm a danger to this game because it's clear that I'm insane. Check my name. I'm killing him softly like Chappelle. It's clear that I'm in hell, but don't you fear. I'm doing well. I got the devil cocked. He hooked it up with a suite. I'm about to knock you off your block, bitch. I'm running the streets. I'm a demon. My fucking semen expressed bubonic plague. I was dreaming your bitch was screaming because they gave her that placades. I've been feeling to be the scheming that's dude up on the stage with my jeans and my beanie all fucking hanging off my waist. I mean my face. Bitch, try to replace me. I'm the cat up in this place, and this is a rat race, G. I'll smash your face, see? Just caught a case for rape. Today's my court date, and I'm 10 minutes late. Geez. What the fuck, Rob? <laughs> You don't walk that on? Not really. No, that's going on. I don't even <laughs> give a fuck, dude. How you just spit that like that? I wrote it a long time ago. I oh, I was like, dude, is he freestyling right now? I was like, I hope this is something he written because otherwise I'm not going to rap at all on this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing I ever would spit would sound like that. How's that one? That's dope that you remember go. that stuff, though. I have another one that I can do off the top, too. I, I don't, there's more I could do, but I can't remember right now. But this one starts like, um, it's Rob Banks. The mentality's mob. Shanks and Gats will penetrate anything in the way of me making a meal today. If your family's in my way, then your children die where they lay. I am surely not here to play. I'm killing everything I say, every verse, all the wordplay. I'm the one that you heard slay, all the adjectives, verbs. They, they got nothing on me. I'm in custody with cuffs upon me, still screaming, get the fuck up off me. I'm a one-man army. Still, uh, so even with militant weapons, you could never harm me. Go do my laundry. We're making a, we're making a, that's the world we're living in. Mixtape, Horses, heads, human sacrifices, cannibalism, <laughs> yeah. candles and exorcism, animals having sex with them, candles, mammals, and rabbits, but I don't get into that. I kick the habit. I just beat you to death with weapons that equal the flesh, and I'll never beat you to death unless, unless the fucking meat looks fresh. That's I got a line Amazon in my pocket. Ever. I'm lying. I got a nine in my, my pocket, pocket, and baby, I'm just dying to cock it. I'm ready for war. She's ready for war. 
I got machetes and swords for Nigga that said he was wrong. Tom, we just went over that. We weren't. We're not saying that anymore. Eminem. Red on the bedspread. Red on the floor. Red on the ceiling. Red on the door. Head on the floor. I just listened to another song that said that dropped. And I'm out the fucking door. That dropped the f bomb, and I was like, Yo, oh my god, I can't believe they're even saying this. I didn't even remember it. I can't remember the song right now off the top of my head. I was thinking earlier, like, when's the last time? That I stopped using that word. Like, when did it hit you? It's been you a while like, for, All right, for me. You can't say like, that anymore, sure. and then you just stop saying it. Definitely been you know? a good few years. Oh, I went to many, a, many I went years. to a wedding, like two women, <clears throat> like uh, five or six years ago. And I remember thinking then, like, I was happy that I had come far enough that, like, I don't use those words anymore. So it's been a long time for me. Um, not that I'm, like, trying to brag. I think we should all fucking not say things that at least you're not the person that's feelings. like no i never said that oh no i i would never do that it's like well i have, own up to the fact that you fucking that, used to make mistakes it's that, all right it's not a big deal you what, can change what's so. terrible is when you realize that friends that you knew in high school come out you know whatever it is years later or yeah how, and however long and then and you what realize did I, what did i say in front of how that person much shit, how yeah. much of that dumb shit that i say around that yeah. like right yeah, yeah no, it's it's like, but the thing real. is like but, if but you have they made knew a, they knew at the time like that's not really what it was about yeah but like, there's also people that but, like came out that used it as well yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like that's one of those things that's like they were saying it because like us it was just what you said like things oh that's gay Oh, that's gay. Like I think something, it was you know more of I mean? a word to like, replace lame than anything. Yeah, oh, for it sure. really was. was like, yeah, at no point did I ever mean it in a derogatory term. But that's term the reason it's a bad thing because you're using right. this in exactly. place of a bad thing. So then it becomes, right. the connotation exactly. is that this is a negative right. thing. It's so. saying like, yo, being lame is equal to that. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is not, and I think, it's not And a I think there's probably plenty, plenty of people that used it with the ill intent. Exactly. That it describes. Well, that's right. what I Not, find. You know. That's what I find is like where you can tell someone's actual intent. Like if they say this word, and you can like, uh, you can usually tell someone will say it often. Yeah. And you can tell when somebody's being derogative with it, and yeah, when somebody's. Like, being, I mean, shit. Let's be like, realistic. I ran a really fucked up dark humor meme page that had a lot of really controversial posts. Right. And they were and okay the until the point. point yeah, that was the point of the page, that we were all coming together to shit on everything. But, like, if, if there was one person that just, like, posted a bunch of, like, negative, like, like black memes, yeah, I would make a point as the admin to be like, this is not what we're here for. If you want to go to a hate page, then find a hate page. We're here to just shit on everything equally. Yeah, Like, I'm not, I don't want you to come in here with your racist shit and think this is what we're here for. Right. Like, we're here to shit on everything. Like, so all the you, shit you can't post in front of your family, you can right. post here. But don't go on a tangent like hating anyone because that's not the Sometimes point. it's not even the fact that the joke is funny. It's a joke on the joke. Like, you know right. what I mean? A like, lot of the time, yeah. I'm actually part of this even page now is that is like, more, it's, it's more of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of dark memes in it, but it seems to be honestly more like a sexual like memes page. You know and, what happens? And this happened with my page. Once we got to like four or 5,000 members, you can't really control this shit. And then there's just a bunch of fucking horny dudes yeah. hitting on every chick that posts anything that yeah. is somewhat attractive that's at all. That's what I'm saying. And oh, then it just gets sucks. all sexual. And then, like, it's really kind of a nuisance. Like, I'm here to laugh, not watch you fucking strike out hitting on women yeah, across the country yeah, that you'll exactly. never see that you'll in your never. Life. That's what I'm saying. And I'm in a Boston Celtics group. There's this one chick who's fucking 
like one of the admins. She posts all the time, all the time. She'll post pictures of her like wearing a Celtic shirt. It will be a fucking man's Celtic shirt covers everything completely. Yeah, like she's in a hoodie and people, yeah, dudes and are like, like, oh, nice tits. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, I'd love to be in that hoodie with you. Yeah, because that's, that's what we're here for. What the fuck are you talking about? Because that's what we joined the Celtics fan page for, right? Yeah, because I want to fucking fuck some random chick who loves fucking the Celtics like and is showing off her, her hoodie. You and know it's, what typically, I mean? it's, like, it's typically like either one of those... Dudes that like is just really socially awkward and he finds his freedom on, on online. Or it's uh what is the term even? Jushin Liger. I got his fucking autograph in the studio, really? everybody. Nice. That's, I do, yeah. yeah. That's from that's uh, awesome. Cooper, right? Cooper. That's the one Cooper gave it to me, yeah. Went to Japan to, to get Cooper. that, didn't he? He went to fucking Japan. He went he uh I think he uh Me and my buddy have talked was it about it. Twenty four hour Japan. fucking flight to get that. We've really? talked, me and my buddy have oh, talked I about going to Japan. Part. He went to his, uh, uh, what is it called? Fuck. Man, I even played Ghost of Tsushima. I was trying to call it a prefecture. Is that what it's called, a prefecture? There are prefectures. Yes. I think they are essentially states. Yeah, they're basically what they are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, NWO is coming out again. Are they going to? Dude, I want to see Scott want, Hall. Yeah, I just want everyone to know that this podcast is being recorded live from the man cave, and we're watching WrestleMania. How have we not discussed this yet? I don't know. Yep. We also haven't done the uh, intro, which I'm just going to do on my own <laughs> afterwards because there's no point in doing it 35 minutes in. Yo, people this is are, the intro. People, people are already like, I feel like on other episodes when I wait until it's like 20 minutes in, they're like, yo, did I really just listen this long? Are they just introducing what this fucking podcast is? Yo, this is the intro. We live from Dom Man's. Live from Dom's Man Cave. I'll this be honest. This podcast is your fave. Yeah. Get up on here. That's what we got. I'll be dude. honest. We when you, were, when you, intro when you were just rapping, I honestly was like, is Rob really spitting fucking a freestyle right now? And he isn't a professional fucking rapper. Because For I one second, I went, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, exactly. This I was like, I looked at Dom and I was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm going to shut the shot. I'm just shut the fuck I up. I honestly was going to freestyle a little bit, but then you did that. And I was like, I'm not saying yeah. a fucking word. I don't even There's think. There's no way I'm going to be like, I'm chilling in the man cave, feeling like the man Dave, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do that right now while, uh, I don't even think Rob's that shit is that good. That's why, like, it's Dude, very, I'll be rare. honest. No, that's actually, very good. I'll be honest. It's layered as fuck. It's that very was very good. good. And your wordplay, very good. Yeah. To the point where, good. like, when we make the, the, that's the world we're living in, uh, mixtape, you're going to be on it with that verse. I'm going to let you spit that. We'll find a beat. I got some people, I'll get fluid mech. Yeah, make flu- some beats for us, man. We need to man. put Fluid Mac to work on. Yeah, we'll things. get him. I'll I'll be like, dude, can you make us a few beats? And we'll get. Imagine just getting us in the man cave one night. I can get my night. buddy Danny out. I can get my buddy Danny to make some beats too. You know, does. I've never. If actually you guys heard... really want to do this, I will write some rhymes, and we could make if we maybe even if we got like ideas for songs, and we all three like collaborated on an idea and just had verses, and we don't share it until it's time to record. I'm going to be upfront about this. Anything I write is going to be strictly comedic. I'm just going to try to make you guys laugh. Okay. It'll, it'll be complicated. fine with that. It'll I'm be complicated and have multi-syllable rhymes, and like it'll be good. good. I am completely fine with that. But it'll be funny. Uh, I it's would definitely comedy, be trying to joke. It's a comedy podcast. If uh, People out there, wouldn't you love to hear us? Wouldn't you love to hear that? Motherfuckers want to act low, go. Hit them with <laughs> numerous shots with the fofo. I kind of want to listen to Jay-Z now. I can't look at Vince right there. Yeah, Super young. Well, that's you one. See that? Remember when they used to pretend he was just an announcer, like he wasn't the fucking owner? 
Well, I think he was an announcer before he owned it. Well, right. So he was Coke, always fuck rap coke by the boatload. He was always Dom's so into <laughs> making this mixtape. I'm so happy. Somehow we hit a switch in Dom, and he went full gangster. I'll be honest. When he put, well, the put on the song, the clip. I didn't even think this was real. I was honestly, like, am I living this? life right now is this like this is the world we're living in right right now you guys dude dmx what? passing hit me hard because that was my shit back in the day there was a time when you could not find me like drawing that rough riders r on oh, something damn that's and, like me like, driving that there was liter- right literally literally when they still had shop class in middle school you know where you worked with wood and shit like yeah, that you kids know cut and, their and you could risk cutting your finger off but you still did it because men because i made a really nice men and squirrel shit. for my mom Let's so be honest. We had one computer. That should come back. It should absolutely. Kids could Trades, absolutely be, be absolutely be doing automotive and trades and are shop significantly classes. more valuable than most college. Without a doubt, the fact you that make good I, money and you don't go into a huge amount of debt for it. I, I have am, said for a decade that trade school far outvalues university. Without except a doubt, we were right fucking now. inundated with this false information going up. Like you have to go to college, college. or you're useless. Yes, and yes. It was all a scam. Like I'm thirty thousand dollars in debt for an education I barely put to use. And if you take a year off after high school, you'll never go to college. And blah blah blah. I yeah, then exactly. What do you do then? I that was the off. most famous thing. If you I ever no take a year off, I had no idea what I wanted to do out of college. I out of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. It was stupid as shit to go to a university. And just pick a fucking major. And well, what the thing you're, is, you're 18 years old. You can't drink. You don't know what the fuck you want to do with your life. And the why thing are you is, going like, to college? Yeah, I could, I, mean, I could understand for like a lot of people. For a lot of people, if your year off is doing your like you know your core classes, and you just kind of are trying to spend that year, you have to do these classes, the cores. So you do them, and it's a leisurely year at that point because if you're only doing your cores, you can have like one fucking class a day if you want, and then. You take that year to fucking figure out who you are, what you want to do, because you just turned 18. You don't know who you are yet. Exactly. And the fact that it's we were so pressured to to go into these these positions where, like, I mean, I, granted, if you want to have good credit in America, you have to take on debt no matter what. That's yeah. what you have. But, but they put us in crippling debt. Yeah. To the point real. where, like, even if I get this college education, what am I doing? Say I'm a teacher. I'm making like $35,000 a year. Are you fucking serious? You want $300 a month from me for my student loans? And I'm making $35,000 a year. That's like half my fucking check. There's already a shortage in this state of quality plumbers and electricians. And there's going to become a point where there are no more tenured quality electricians and plumbers. And I think that's that why they get to charge an extremely and, high rate. And it's going to be work. bad when that happens. And, be, and it's because there's not enough people going to trade school and training under these people for a long time and getting the knowledge that they need to to become really masters of those professions. And think about if you were and, in high school and you got to go to those automotive and woodshop classes or whatever continued into high school because we did have them when I was in middle school, I will admit that. But in high school, they had gotten rid of that shit completely. Like, all of that stuff would have been way more useful than anything. There's a I great meme that I saw that speaks towards your point. And it says, um, so this guy shows up to a site. Like, he's brought in as a specialist to try to fix this machine that no one on site can fix. And he studies it for, like, 10, 20 minutes and then, like, knocks on it in one place. And it starts working again. And he's like, yeah, that'll be five grand. And the guy is the guy who's paying him the bill is like, what the fuck? You were here for thirty minutes. How's that? Like, that's not worth five grand. He said, well, I'm charging you a hundred dollars for my time. I'm charging you forty nine hundred dollars for my knowledge 
to know right. where to knock on your machine to make it work again. Right. Nobody else knew how to fix that this thing. That is valuable. Even yeah, though it was a very subtle thing that I needed to fix, but, I knew what needed to be done. But what do they done. want you to do in high school? They, they wanted, wanted you to, go to, college. to go to college. They wanted so, you to do these things that were not going to help you in the long run. If, especially if you didn't... How many people graduate college and then can't even find a job in, in their, their field? In their field, yeah. yeah. Well, and then the, the other thing is, like, you go to college and a lot of these kids are young and they are doing things <clears throat> or making decisions based upon ideals rather than reality. So when you're 18, you want to mm-hmm. do something that, like, yep. is really going to affect the world and make you feel good. But then you're in the poorhouse because of the profession you chose. And that's admirable. Like, I don't want to take anything away from someone that does that and makes that decision to make less money to help the world because that is insanely honorable. But when you're making decisions at 18, you might choose a profession that you, A, don't even end up liking, and B, isn't going to put you in any position to be successful or, like, set up the next generation of your family to have any kind of wealth to help them become successful. Families are always rising and falling in America, and I think forcing to be making those lifelong decisions at 18 is going to put your family on the downfall. Like, give people enough time to figure out who they are before they have to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole college system, like, I think we're beginning to see it more and more now, but that whole system is flawed heavily. The way that they make you, you know, like, and you think about even when you graduate the, those colleges, they're hitting you up every year asking you to donate money to them. Yeah, you're as, an alumni. Some sort of alumni. You didn't already pay us a hundred grand for your education. Exactly. Or like, can you donate a thousand dollars a year? Yeah. Think about the last two decades and how universities have operated and how, how much money tuition has not only increased like a hundredfold, if not two hundredfold, at a lot of these. While universities. wages stay fucking stagnant. Right. But also look at the marketing of these universities and how they put themselves off to people. It's not about necessarily, here's how we're going to prepare you for an actual profession. It's, it's about the experience of going to college and accomplishing graduating college. Because, yeah, they consider not, the- Nobody in my family ever graduated from college, but I'm the first one to do it. Okay, but what did you graduate college in? Can you use that degree that you graduated with to actually get yourself a really yeah, good Yeah, if you're like a fucking that's rabbit. take care of your family. If you're a rabbit therapist, like, how it's, much fucking work do you really have? How it, many people are going to pay you $100 an hour the, to the try to figure out what's wrong with their rabbit and why it keeps biting the, its foot The university or system became nothing but a racket over the last. That's exactly what it is. It's for profit organizations. It's much like fucking it's, prisons in a way. Like, you have for profit organizations using people's labor, such as athletes and shit, making them millions, if not billions generating billions of dollars in revenue and they're and they're not paid they're not even allowed to get paid for their likeness in video games and these tuition increases are not going towards the average in class instruction it's going in the pockets it's of, going of the into, people that run the university it's going into that it's going into the athletic departments that lead yeah whatever that's where they generate more there revenue. is whether it's football or basketball and then Which it's also none of the athletes are getting any of the and money. And then it's up. also going it is, into I do thrills. want to re- retract my statement, not retract, but rephrase and say that I think the newer NCAA games are now being. They came back right this year or, or next they year. Not, and I think, they haven't come back yet, but they have. Aren't they going the to contract? Aren't they going to pay them. the players a little bit? I'm not sure, but I think that's one of the things that they're working out because if, they have made a deal with NCAA football is coming back, and I believe they're in the works to make. 
other college if sports. I if my likeness was in a video game and I wasn't being paid, I'd be so mad. I'm a pretty motherfucker. Yeah, you know? that's not like, cool, you're making man. money off my face. Oh, you fucking <laughs> have Rocky over here. I'm a pretty motherfucker. You know what I'm Universities can say all these motherfuckers want to dress like me. And then they'll put in however many Chrome to get dome, make you sweat flat screen heat. TVs. It's fucking. It's stupid. It's it's a racket. C- bring it back to ASAP Rocky's f- best album. His first mixtape. His first. Yeah. Dude, his first mixtape. Without found a doubt. That, oh, so I was dating this girl, and she had a CD in her car that just said ASAP Rocky, and I was like, I like ASAP, but like I think what was popular at the time probably like One Train or something like that. Oh yeah. One Train was definitely the And so I was shit. super into One Train. Everybody on there Honestly, was to this day. You're, you're a big Danny Brown fan. He's on oh that shit. Oh, my God. And, like, dude. it had Kendrick and everybody. So I was had in Had Action Bronson. Has Joey Badass. Yeah, it's a badass man. fucking that song. That is a fucking. And you know what's funny? It's like a classic now. Yeah. And it's, it's a classic. And we were, and we were like, 20s, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, we were in our 20s just chilling out, listening to this music, thinking it was normal. And now that shit's like, dude, ASAP Rocky. Uh, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Danny Brown, Action Bronson, Joey Badass. On the same joint. Big Crit. Yeah, dude. So That's everyone who's fucking dope right so now. So I, I popped the CD like, into this girl's fucking uh, car as we're going up from Augusta to Farmington. Oh, Shit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. I can't even get deep enough, and I yeah. have a deep voice. Yeah. But anyway, so I pop it in. We're oh. three songs in, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. Let's all give it up. I'm like, oh. bro. Oh, Whose God. CD is this? Like, she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, it's, I don't think it's ever coming out of your fucking CD yeah, player right. again while I'm I in your car. I that pretty motherfucker. He's, Harlem's what I'm repping. He's so good. What is going on right now? That's, with the, that's Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's a wrestler now? No. He, well, <laughs> he's he, a wrestler? He, he's been doing something with WWE. <laughs> Bad Bunny's a wrestler? <laughs> he's a, he's <laughs> what? Did I really just say wrestler? He's, yeah, did, didn't I? he's about to be in a tag team match. <laughs> I've drank way too much, I guess, if I'm calling people wrestler now. <laughs> like, when I remember when I quoted my my grandfather talking about Stone Cold, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what he said. <laughs> I heard that wrestler was funny. <laughs> All right, so to bring it back from that whole tangent upon a tangent upon a tangent. Yeah, I don't even know what When I was about. in shop class, yeah. for whatever <laughs> oh, reason. Oh, yeah, we were talking about shop yeah. class. <laughs> for whatever reason. We were talking reason, about racism at first. We had a computer <laughs> we in that were, shop yeah. class, and I don't know why we had a computer, but the shop class is actually a tangent upon the original subject of DMX. Wow. Okay. So We've gone on a fucking adventure, <laughs> yeah. folks. Yeah. In, in the, on this computer, I reset the... Uh, Remember back in the day when, or maybe they still do. What do they call it now? When the the computer goes to sleep and then the little, the screensaver. Oh, screensaver. Yes. Screen screensaver. All right. The so one I, with the thing that would go to one angle. So, oh, and then if I it hit the corner it? perfectly, you'd celebrate, right? No. Yeah, you, you'd be like. Do you remember where you oh. could just type in something and, the, and it would, and that yes. would just float the way that, that we're describing so it? So I typed in, stop, drop, <laughs> shut, shut it down, down, open up shop. shop. And I just and I saved it on there, and I left it on that computer. And I got in trouble the next time I went to shop class because the teacher saw it, and he real and he put it together and realized that it was about drug dealing. Now, <laughs> this was in middle school. Like All you right? knew that I didn't I know that no until I was like twenty. Idea <laughs> that it was about yeah. drug dealing. 
Yeah, but none damn, of us did. We were just. I'm sitting here right now, still wondering why but, he thought that. But damn, it is. I'm like, like, you I'm like, wait, that's about drug dealing. I literally yeah. open up shop while yeah. you're selling. I got, yeah, I totally get it now. I got brought to the like, but the, it's the right now that I'm getting it. <laughs> and they and they thought I was smoking weed, and I was like, no. at 33 years old, I'm now understanding. I what don't DMX smoke it. I just sell it. It was before I smoke ever smoked. Yeah. It was middle school. I had never smoked until the summer after I graduated middle school. I fucked around and smoked in sixth grade, right? So it was with one of the neighborhood kids. Listen, listen, listen. I didn't Jesus. smoke after that until so freshman the, year. That's what. The, but listen, my first time was sixth grade, and I did it with one of the neighborhood kids. And then I was friends with both of you these. You could brothers. tell Rob grew up in the ghetto because he just says one of the neighborhood kids. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's just like we're not going to question it. Yeah. We know what he's talking about. So it was two brothers. I was what? friends with both. I smoked weed with one of them. We were in the fucking graveyard near St. James School on Primrose Street, Haverhill, Massachusetts. Rep, rep. Uh, anyway, so we smoked, and then the other brother of this set of brothers ratted on me to my mother for smoking with his brother. So next time I went to my grandmother's, like three, four days after I smoked, we would, did dinner at my grandmother's house. My mom pulled me aside, cornered me in my, mother's, in my grandmother's bedroom, sat me down on the bed. I was like, I heard you've been smoking weed. Starts crying, bawling her eyes out. So now I'm like, I hurt my mother by she my actions. Yo, dude. And so I was like, I'll never smoke weed again. That was my mentality at the time. I was like, oh, it's so bad. Turns out three years later, I'm smoking weed with my stepdad behind her back. Every night, he'd be like, take the trash out, Rob. I shouldn't have to tell you every night. And that would be his cue. Like, I would go take the trash out, and I, he would meet me in the backyard with a fatty. Yo, that's the most <laughs> passive-aggressive pot smoking I've ever heard of. Yeah. What are you fucking stupid? Yo, what are you, you lazy fucking piece of shit? And you're just like... You're like, but you keep acting super happy about it. You're like, like (laughs) you're like, I I would play it off. I would like, oh, geez, you don't have to be like that. Uh, And like wink at him. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You're under your breath. He's broke. So then listen to this. The night that it came out that my mom found out, I sit down at the dinner table. I'd come in from like, I was smoking. I don't think I was with him. You came in from taking out the trash. Basically, but I wasn't with him. I was smoking somewhere. I came into dinner and. As I sat down, I was like, Mom, what do we get to drink? I got cotton mouth. And like, as I started to say mouth, I just knew I had fucked up. Like, cotton mouth is obviously from weed. And so she's like, you're fucking smoking out there with your punk ass little friends. And then obviously because he had been smoking with me, the stepdad just comes to bat. He's like, well, would you rather have him home with us smoking or would you rather have him out on the streets? And from that day on... I could smoke with my fucking, with my stepdad. Wow, there you go. So, well, that's slightly untrue because it actually was a couple weeks later and the first time I ever smoked in front of my mom is a pretty great story. Uh, We're on our way from Mass to Maine because like I said, we moved here because his mom was here. So we were going to visit her. It was just us three. My brother and sister were going to my dad's for the weekend. I was coming to Maine. He lights up a bone in the fucking, in the minivan while we're on our way to Maine. And he hits it a couple times. He keeps looking in the back seat at me, and then finally, you're you're salivating at this point. Exactly, yeah. You're like, and so she's looking at him, and then she finally just, without any other words being said, she goes, "Whatever, I don't give a fuck." And so he passes me the joint, and I start hitting it. I'm like, "All right, cool." And then he just passes me a beer. And oh my god, what a graduation! I'm like 15 or 16 at this point. So now we both have open containers, and we're smoking a joint, and that's when the cop pulled us over. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> my Dude, mother I did not expect you to just drop that. And we'll see everybody next week. <laughs> so my mother was doing fucking ninety. We were in like York, Maine, oh, or something. See you guys later. <laughs> For the conclusion next week. <laughs> so yeah, she was doing like ninety or something. We get pulled over. My stepdad eats the joint. We both chug our beers, and then he stuffs his bag of weed like basically in his nuts. 
The cop pulls him out because he comes up to the passenger side. You know, you're on the highway. They usually come, yeah, to, the yeah, passenger they come side. to the passenger side. So they come to the passenger side. That's where the stepdad is with the beers between his legs. And he's like, what are these? The cop says, what are these? He's like, oh, those are from yesterday. Just being an idiot. Like the dumbest thing you could say. Because the cop literally just reached in and touched one. He's like, they're cold. You want to lie to me some more? How about you step out of the car? This, this happens, okay? Yeah. So now he steps out of the car. He talks to the cop for like three, four minutes. He comes back. When he gets back in the car, we realize from eating the joint, he has weed all in his mustache, all on his lips, like little pieces of weed. And then the bag that he stuffed in his nuts was falling, like, out of the bottom of his khaki shorts. Like, there was plastic from the bag, like, showing legitimately, like, noticeable. And somehow, this fucking cop just let us go. Now, mind you, this is my prison rat stepdad. Like, Where was this? This was somewhere in Maine. Like, okay, Maine. it was in Maine. I, I want to like, say it was, was like this York. in New Hampshire? Because there's no way this happens. <laughs> so... Mind you, this is my prison rat stepdad. So he has me in the back seat of the van, turned around backwards. And he says, Robbie, if you see lights come over that ridge, if a second cop car shows up, I'm, that means I'm going to jail. So if you see lights come over that ridge behind us, you tell me and I'm fucking running into the woods. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll be lookout for you and your illegal activities. I, I hope this was the actual quote. Yes, sir. I'll be the lookout for you in your illegal activities. I, I didn't say a word. I was just like, yeah, okay. It's so funny. I did not know this was the thing. Well, nobody. That's hilarious. I don't tell this story all the time. It just seemed like a no. Good time. I just that, that that sounds like a hell of a first time smoking in front of your mom, though, dude. So then everything goes over well. We got everything got a, goes over well. Well, yeah, it as well like as it, it could, because all we got was seatbelt fines, and then he got an open container fine. Like they could have taken. Did they let him, him keep driving. She was driving. Oh, okay. So, so he, okay, I, I understand now. I think I thought he was driving the. No, no, no. Yeah, he was passenger seat. That's why the cop saw the beers between his legs when he came to the. Passenger okay, seat. I understand now. Okay, that makes. So sense. he lets us go with just some fines. Then we get to Maine. This is like the second time I've ever met his mother. I was young. It was early in the relationship, and she's like, "Well, you want to smoke a joint?" <laughs> so that was that was my <laughs> grandmother of sorts on that side. She was a big old pot. She was a she was a saint. Her son was a scumbag. I don't know what happened to him. The apple fell very far from the tree on that one. I went to, on a vacation with my dad and my stepmom, and I was younger than you were in that story. I don't know how how old, but younger than fifteen, or I would have been more aware of what was going on. And I just remember we got pulled over, and well, backstory is my dad always had a bush light in his lap when he was driving. I mean, <laughs> that that was, my dad always had a bush light. Always a cigarette in one hand and a bush light in the Road other. Road sodas, baby. And so we get pulled over in, like, Virginia or whatever because we're at Virginia Beach, and I don't think anything of it because, like, my dad's just, always drinking a beer when yeah, he's driving. I don't think anything of it. I think he got pulled over because he didn't have a seatbelt on. And, and then, like, throughout the course of the whole thing, he ends up, like, he's he goes and sits in the cop car with the cop and, like, I just remember him coming back and being like, "Oh yeah, like everything's fine." And cop was just showing me all of the, all of his, you know, gear and instruments and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, <laughs> and everything's fine. And you know, we drove off or whatever from it. But I just remember thinking back on it, like, yeah, he definitely just didn't invite you into the cop car to show you the instruments in the cop car like yeah, there was you a were, conversation and you were you're yeah. lucky that you were with your young son at the time yeah, you probably were, you were given a dressing down yeah. dude <laughs> one time i was driving my daughter to a to an aau basketball game in Saco, right and her friend wanted to come with her so it's me my wife my daughter and her friend we're just driving down the road i'm driving down the highway and it fucking yeah just put that up between us and we'll 
percent. Um, and we're driving down the highway, and I feel like I'm just going normal speed, shot, like shot, whatever. Shot, 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 shot. Everybody, everybody! Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? No, but uh, this so is gonna hurt yeah, my ears yeah. when I listen oh, to yeah, it yeah. in my car. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna. Um, so we're driving down the road, what? and I'm like, "Am I really getting pulled over right now? Like, what the fuck am I getting pulled over for?" So I get pulled over, and the dude comes up to the door, and he goes, "He's like, hey, do you know? So uh, yeah, it smells like marijuana in here." And I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck? Like, dude, I definitely am not smoking in my fucking car. I got my fucking kids in here. Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" Like, and he and he's like, he's like, "Yeah, it smells like marijuana in here," and. But I also, I should let this be known, I work in a grow. So, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, maybe I, like, you know. But that's a whole different smell. That's Yeah, like it's a fresh, whole different smell. Exactly. Fresh that's flower is not burnt flower. Exactly. That's my thought the entire time. And he's, and he, he's like, so uh, do you have any marijuana in the car? I'm like, no, I don't. Because, obviously, I wouldn't have it in the car what if I have kids in the car. So I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, so what were you fidgeting for when I pulled you over? I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? And now he's like, he's like, I could see you just moving around when you were in. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? And then he goes, he's like, he's like, it smells like marijuana in the car. I was like, I was like, yeah, okay, like. And he's like embarrassed at this point. He's embarrassing me in front of my kids. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? Like, and I was like, I was like, okay, listen, like I work in the industry. I have my card. What do you want? You know, and he's, he's, like, he's like, oh, well, you could have just told me that. And I was like, well, no, you're asking me why it smells like weed in here. You're pretty much accusing me of smoking in here when that's definitely not a fucking thing that's happening right yeah. now. Like, like, you obviously can't decipher the difference between maybe like a car where somebody who gets in it after working with plants every day sits in it. Maybe he's got it on his clothes. It's. It makes me think that this is just another weakness in the training of our police force. Like, you should be taught the difference in the smell between a fucking plant, and and a burnt plant because it's a it's a like very very. And it honestly made me feel bad afterwards because I was like, does it really like reek that bad? Where like days after, where I was just riding in this vehicle that it smells that bad, and I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, I was like, I have my card. My wife has our card. Like, is there anything else you need? And he's like, oh, well, you could have just told me that. And I was like, well, no. Sir, and there's he, nothing we need to talk about about the card because you're just accusing me of smoking. Like, I was like, let me pay my fine for the speeding. I, and that's what I said. I, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, give me the ticket for, my, for speeding. Like, why are you bringing up anything else right now? Like, that, that made me so pissed off. Like, I was like, you know I wasn't smoking in this car. It well, does yeah. not smell like smoke. For sure. Because at a point, like you said, he's just br- dragging things out to, like, I guess his argument would maybe be he's trying to investigate to find out what's going on. But, like, you should understand once you get to the car and you see kids in the back. like There's no fucking way that I would ever do. But, you know what I mean? And, like, and on the other side of this, I do have to recognize that, like, he doesn't deal with regular people like us all the time. Right. There's scumbags that would smoke in the car. Oh, I'm sure there But is, that's you know where the mean? training comes in. I think you should know, like, I... Say you did smell like the grow. Yeah. That's a disgustingly different smell. And that's the even thing. It's like, this. I don't even it's, feel, it was Erica's car. It's my wife's car. I don't drive that every day. Like, I can understand maybe, like, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I really don't know why you know my brother thought that. My brother got pulled honest. over, and 
he actually, I guess, had been smoking in the car just before leaving work. And yeah. he was pulled over, and they said, like, you know, it smells like you've been smoking. And I guess he hit him with, like, yeah, so I live with my fiance's mother, and I don't smoke in her house out of respect, so I smoke in my car in the driveway all the time. And so it always kind of smells like that. And the cop just left him alone. And, and that just goes bad. to show that the, the discretion of the officer is really key here because this guy couldn't, could have been not a dick to you. Yeah, but and he decided he was to also be like, he's like, so you hiding something? And I was like, yeah. no. And if the you want to get out, fidgeting, if you want me to get out and you want to search my car and make a fool of yourself, go for it. But the, I honestly am trying to get my daughter to her basketball game where I'm just trying to go to watch. Like, I'm not on some burn cruise with a bunch of fucking teenage girls and my wife. I'm sorry. The accusation of fidgeting is the fucking most ridiculous part of this to me because. And Erica was like, what does he mean you were fidgeting? There's I was like, people the only behind thing I can think you. of is I went and grabbed, as he pulled me over, I grabbed my wallet out of the center console. That's the only thing so I can think of. I was like, the other really? thing is, uh, from the perspective of the car behind you, uh, like, so, so there's two people in the back, two people in the front. Yeah. You see a head moving. Which one is it? Because you can't fucking tell from behind me which head is moving in the car. Like, maybe if they're moving simultaneously, you can tell which one's ahead of the other. Right, yeah. But, like, if someone moved at all, you know, maybe it's a teenage girl getting nervous because the fucking lights just came on. Maybe that, yeah. you know? Slight possibility. I just, I just, I was like, I don't know what the hell that was about. Like, I, my kids both know, like, what I do. Like, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I work for a legal And you grow. shouldn't you be know because what I mean? you're not like, doing anything illegal. Yeah, I don't do anything illegal. I work for uh, marijuana, like grow that is completely illegal that is actually like a growing in like you know what i mean like they're company. expanding yeah. they are they make top tier product and it's, it's like the, you work yeah. for a very good establishment yeah. and it's one of those things where i like i'm like i'm not gonna hide this from my kids like if you worked for like say like a pine state and you delivered beer all day would you lie to yeah your are kids? you a scumbag for delivering beer the same way are you a scumbag for growing pot yeah but the answer is no on both cases. Yeah, in both cases. You're not at all because you have a job and you provide for your family. Exactly. And, and my kids have everything they need yeah. whenever they want it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. And it, honestly, it's, uh, it's a bit sad that we have to ha go through these interactions because, you know, it's almost like a, like a class trader type thing. Like, these people aren't, like, above us. They make similar or less money than most of us. And... They're literally a traitor to their own class in a way because, like, you're just policing. It's like as if you were a hall monitor in high school. You're policing your peers. Like, the, you're not above me. Like, no, I, yeah. as a matter of fact, all of our taxpayer dollars pay your fucking salary. And that's not something you should bring up in the moment. I promise you shouldn't say that to them. But, yeah, I promise <laughs> you should not say that to them. But, I would never. But, uh, but that, that is a factual piece of information. And, and, like, as long as you are not being disrespectful and you haven't broken the law... You have a right to say, like, hey, like, this is kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. But the thing is, at the scene, they're fucking God. You always get your day in court, but at the scene, they are God. And you kind of have to, like, kiss their ass if you don't want to fucking just go to jail because they have a hair across their ass. And I mean, I may be different than most people, but I totally 100% respect police. Like, for what they do. Fuck and, the like, police. I, yeah, but the thing is, like, I've met police. That literally are good people. Me too. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, I fucked the police as a But you know whole, my argument there? My whole, argument there then becomes the good ones that let their 
but the their peers is, get away the with times, a lot of shit. Like, they don't have that choice, and they choose to be the good one out of the many. My biggest thing is that it's it's a proven statistic that forty percent of cops are convicted uh, wife spousal abusers. Right now, say you have uh, any ten cops, and one of them is abusing his spouse, and like say three or four of them of the ten know about it, and none of them say anything. Yeah, but you have also you like, have you have as as many bad cops, or, or I'm sorry, as many cops as know about it and didn't say anything. That's how many actual bad cops you have because they're sticking up for their brother, so he doesn't go under right, the but, fucking bus. But that's not what you're here to do, right? But beyond just being a police officer, that goes along with any occupation. Like, if anybody knows that somebody... That doesn't mean that, like, say, if you knew that somebody that you worked with was fucking beating their wife... And you I have that anything. responsibility, so that becomes my point. Is As a cop, that responsibility is even bigger on you. Right. No, no, problem, I understand. But the like, problem is police unions. Yeah, That's because the problem. We shouldn't it's have... It's not necessarily individual police officers that would agree with what your point is, that their colleagues do fucked up shit... And they're not okay with that. My, but the police I, union is more powerful than an individual police officer. I would agree and to an extent, but then it also comes down to internal affairs being cops. Like, internal affairs, like the, the police that investigate bad police are police. So they sympathize with the people they're investigating. And thusly, just through, I mean, I guess through human nature, like you're not going to be as uh, as willing to like, really nail some dude that you might have a history with. Maybe he was your partner 20 years ago and you went in different directions. Like, this is the problem. There need to be, there needs to be uh, a, an organization that can be a complete third party, not government right. run whatsoever. If you're, if you're in any way affiliated or related to that profession, you're going to have Bias. an element an element of sympathy towards those involved in that profession. Agreed. You're going to have, like you said, a bias, and you're going to Sorry. sympathize. We're trying to break your door off the, off the wall. Spring hinges. Yeah, you're going to sympathize the with their plight of being in that profession and the stressors that they... Yeah, because let's not take away they, from that. That is, it's a I fucking don't think stressful job. I don't think job. anybody's trying to diminish that necessarily, but I think the problem is... Well, what I said the, from the beginning is that police unions will support a police officer regardless of what their charge is, regardless of what their offense is. The union exists essentially to support them and to help them try to keep their job. And I think that that is a fault in the fact that police unions exist, whereas maybe unions don't exist in many other industries. It's, a police union does not necessarily exist for all the right reasons. Yeah, I would argue that like <laughs> it's not a labor union for the reasons of what a labor union actually is. It's not for the benefit of right. the worker uh, in a way that just benefits the worker. It's an, it's an actual actually a way to like let the worker get away with illegal shit without being prosecuted. A like, police uh, union acts that, as a shield for police officers. What is that immunity conduct? that they have against being sued by the public? Like you can't be sued for your actions as long as they were in the line of duty and you weren't breaking any rules, even if it results in somebody's death. It's a type of immunity they have. I right. can't, it, uh, it's obviously escaping me because I'm buzzy. But uh, Wait, are they fighting? No, they were just saying they're also hosting them. <laughs> oh, I was like, <laughs> whoa, what? The, is Hulk Hogan really fighting? Well, well, that's the thing. They're like, previewing all the next oh, night's matches. The Fiend versus... I think that all that's left is the main event, which is uh, the, the women's title match. 
but not that one. The other women's title match. Oh. For the other women's title <laughs> match. Yeah. Just let it be known that we are recording this live during WrestleMania. Like, at the man cave, at semi-drunk. At the, yeah, I'd say semi for sure. Having some fun at the man cave. The Nigerian <laughs> drum fight. What? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I've never oh, heard of such a I, thing. I thought it was just going to be a good old-fashioned intercontinental title match, but now it's a Nigerian drum match. So <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't matter if you it, pin the man. You have to give it a literally nice it is on Sunday, 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 WrestleMania night two. Gather the kids. $5 off, five and under. Oh, okay. That sounds like a good match. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Daniel Bryan is the fucking man. I'd watch that. Edge I, came back after like 10 years. Roman Reigns is the current Edge man. was out because he had neck problems, right? Yep, he had to retire because of his neck, and then he decided, you know what? Fuck it. Coming back. I just realized, <laughs> I just realized while peeing, I'm so fucking excited for Wednesday where I can hear this all... All this bullshit playback. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to do some heavy editing, I feel. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be good. We'll let it rock. We'll let it roll. We haven't even done any news. Fuck. I don't even know if we will. This is the news. Yeah, this is the news. Everything We're we talk about is super important. Yeah, we just went off on a police tangent. I don't know yep. if that's good content, but who knows? You know, I think we were fair in our assessment, though. Yeah. I said fuck the police, but I backed it up with why I feel that way. I don't feel that way about every cop. I think that the majority probably are good. But, again, if you have I one, just one bad out. apple and the other nine don't fucking call them out, then they have ten bad apples. I just want to shout out uh, two separate occasions where a cop was very cool to me. One time I was on probation when I was in high school because I had already gotten into a bunch of trouble. I was at a party where a lot of shit had happened, and the police – this was in Richmond – and a lot of uh, the police were all there, and we all the kids there. There was like 20-plus kids all sitting there waiting. They were all getting our names and all this stuff. While that happened, I had a friend whose father was a police officer. He came and picked us all up and avoided us having to give any information to the cops. This is while I'm on probation, which literally saves me from getting into See, any but that's, trouble. That's not a cool officer. I, that's I know, someone I'm breaking saying, the law. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> this is very cool in my situation. I got away with it. I was able to not get in any trouble. And That's an abuse of power, and it's disgusting. Rob, for that on. man, I'm really happy it worked you out really for you. You really want me to fucking listen? Go I don't want down. you. To, I would have had a horrible time. I don't want you to. Ha- Maybe that would have changed your whole life, and I would, I would never wish would that. Have. I would never wish that. If, but if the union knew about this, they would <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> well, to be honest, he would. Be he fucked. was just. He came in and he goes, acted super pissed. Was like, I'm here for them, 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 and them. In his police cruiser, may I add. Another we abuse all, of power. We all go, get in the car, get dropped off. Abuse of power. Rob, come on. You, he saved my life. And then another. <laughs> what got, if you happen to be a fucking serial so killer and he just got you on the streets for a little bit longer? Well, you'd be and like, then you why killed are you hanging out with people? my daughter? Well, I didn't. I, obviously, as parents, we can't know everyone our daughter or, or son hangs out with. That's not really a factor. So I don't think they have it up here, but. Do they have the park police up here? Uh, 
Park place? Park like, place? No. Like state park? So, like, in, in Maryland, I grew up in Montgomery County, and Montgomery County would have county parks. And you knew it was a county park because it would have a particular brown wooden sign. Wasn't that quite would as nice as the, the state park. park. And there were actual there was actually a separate wing of the police department that was the park police. And all they did is police ah, the county's parks. After this. And we were the dumbass kids that would always, you know, think that we were slick by like going into the empty park after dark, even though you're not allowed to be in the parks after dark. <laughs> yeah, you're more likely to so, get away with shit in the park in, during the daylight. Yeah. Because no one's looking for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There were there was like two or three times where the park police showed up while we were smoking weed and you know somehow we, somehow we got out of it, but it was just like yeah, it was crazy. And what I think is why the fuck were we doing that? Like why why did we go to that one? Because spot? at the time like, <laughs> I can tell you why, because it was my mentality too. Used to do the same thing in Garner. The it was Garner the mentality. It, I, it's actually like kind of gone now because of the legalization and the fact that we like two thirds of the people in the room have cards. Do you have yours? Yeah. So all three so of all us. All of us have it. So well, no, our <laughs> mentality then was I'm doing something illegal and I need to hide it. So we did dumb things like let's go to this really sketchy spot that we think no one will be in, but we're just teenagers and we're dumb enough to think that they won't notice the only people in the fucking park. Yeah. And now right. we don't have to think like that because we're doing something that's completely legal to us. And so even if we were teenagers, say we're 18 and we have our card, or do you have to be 21? Whatever. You don't no, have I don't to think, think you like that. you have to that. be 21. I think it's just doctor's prescription. You have to like be 21 can... for uh, um, uh, recreational. Oh, for recreational. Yeah, yes, yes. I also realized after a while that considering the times when we were driving around smoking blunts and weed and going into parks I used to drive shit, around in my car with a bong in it. I could have literally Why? just sat in my own driveway just and done it. Just no, we just could have because sat, I want we, we could have sat in the car in, the, in my driveway and done it. And been much and, safer. And, and been safer and gotten away with it much more easier because my mom was on the top floor of our townhouse on the back side. My bedroom was on the front side. So if we were parked in the driveway... And she was in bed. We could just do whatever the fuck we yeah, wanted, and we'd never get caught. But, well, yeah. The, at the of course, time, we were fuck. In, in your head, you're like, you got to get as far away from mom as possible. In your head, you're like proximity. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're yeah. like, all right, well, we got to drive around and get away. Did from Did you guys the ever house. use sploofs? Do you know what a sploof is? Oh yeah, Yo, fuck yeah. yeah. All the bait, you take like a water bottle, you sheets. wrap dryer sheets around it, you blow your hits into it, and then you're you know a water mom. bottle, huh? That's what we did. We used uh, paper towel TP tools. roll. TP or, roll. Or toilet okay. paper rolls, yeah. So we cut the bottom off of water bottles, and we would elastic band the fucking dryer sheets over it. So same idea. Yeah, first. same exact idea. I'm pretty yeah. sure I probably used a, t- a paper towel one as well. But, uh, yeah, it was so funny to just tell your parents, like, yeah, I'm doing laundry uh, in my room where the laundry room is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I just brought a load in. Like, oh, yeah, you just you do laundry every day now, huh? Because you've funny, never fucking done laundry in your whole life, you lazy prick. The funniest thing <laughs> about those is that you think, like, all right, well, the only time that the smell of a bong hit or a ball hit is going to escape is when I'm exhaling into the sploot. Yeah, right. Horseshit. <laughs> it's not just coming off the block. Yeah, that's the <laughs> Like, uh, if it's a joint, like, the end is constantly smoking. I the remember- most... Stent, the most weed stench comes off just a the joint. bowl burning, not the actual like smoke you're exhaling. Right. The most weed stench <laughs> on you as a person comes from joints your or because it's your man. fingers. Yeah, yeah. 
And a blunt especially because that's just a particular smell. Yeah. So just the fact that, like, you'd be, like, down in, the, down in some room and you got your sploof and you're like, all right, I'm going to take a bong hit and I'm going to clean hit this shit and I'm going to hit it right, exhale right through the sploof. And even if you did it clean as fuck, it still smelled like weed off or out, wherever the fuck For you sure. were. Oh, yeah. Like, you weren't fooling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I got away with a I'm few, done. like, for a while with a spoof. I used to smoke in my bedroom as a kid with a spoof, like, blowing it out the fucking thing. I mean, I don't did know. Did you have the, like, fan behind you in the window? And We like, had a window that was. Did you have a window and, fan? Yeah, like, the window fan. You yeah, remember the window fans that yeah. were, like, were literally just. Yeah, a little box with built, two fans. Built into the fucking thing. And it sucks thing. it out. You know, those are. sucks it right out. And I would literally out. have my face yep. pressed up against that motherfucker. Yep. Smoke. Like, yeah, yeah. You can barely light the lighter because yeah, the Yeah, you can barely flow. light the lighter because it's sucking it out because you're so, so fucking... And you're holding the bowl next to it afterwards while you're, like, even blowing out your hit and it's, like, literally burning the I remember still. thinking I could smoke a cigarette out of my bedroom window once nope. with a fan behind me. Oh, and Jesus. I got to, like, here and my mom came down and was like, dude, what are you doing? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> dude, I remember one time my fr- I was at <laughs> my friend's dumb? house. I'm at, I'm at my friend's house. His mom had already went to sleep for the night. He decided that he could smoke a cigarette in his bedroom if he just... Fuck it. Literally, let bedroom, zero windows. No windows at all. He put a blanket in front of his door, smoked a cigarette in his bedroom at night. <laughs> and the next morning, I remember waking up super early to his mom being like, yo, what are you doing? Like, that's like, putting, I, that's I, like putting yo, a blanket I'm not going to say who his name is. Like, I'm not going to say fine. who his, <laughs> I am not going to say who his name is, but... I'm, this is this the most uncomfortable, <laughs> the most uncomfortable I've ever, ever been with another friend. His mom comes into the room, blah, 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 whatever your name is. I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> what? Do you think I don't know that you smoked a cigarette last night in here or smoked cigarettes in here last night? And he goes, do you not remember when this started, mom? And she goes, what? What are you talking about? He goes, Ever since you divorced dad. Oh my and God. I go, I go, I look at him and I go, is this really happening right now? His parents had been divorced Deuces. for years. His parents had been divorced for years. And I'm like, this, I don't think this had anything to do with the divorce. And uh, they divorced like 10 yeah. years before when he was like five years old. And he's like, that's why. Yeah. I'm and then you got to wonder how many times he's played that card oh, since yeah. the divorce. Yes, exactly. And I remember instantly like, being like, I'm calling my parents. I'm getting picked up because this is just not comfortable. I remember going and waiting outside for my parents to pick me up. As soon as I've, my parents come in, hopped right in the car. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I've been in those positions where you don't even want to be in the house. You're just waiting nope, for your parents outside. I am like, just waiting for my this, parents. This family's fucking crazy. And not in your position that yeah. they were crazy or anything. But like I've, I've been in some fucking positions growing up in a uh, less than savory neighborhood. Having some sleepovers at some places I probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> Do you ever go over to a friend's house and it was like really, really, really dumpy, and you were just like, "Okay, wow. okay, uh, this, is, this is this is I'm I'm gonna just try and act like there's nothing <laughs> out of the normal." I had here, I had a friend in like, middle school that was like super rich. This is uh, what do you all do with your time? <laughs> this, yo, this kid's mom said to me one time when I was at his parents? house, like, "I didn't expect your house to be so clean and nice, and or your apartment because we didn't live in a house." To be so clean and nice when I came in because of where you live. Like this, this rich family, oh. this mom said this to me. Like, yeah. your, your family is really clean. Like, uh, like, thanks. 
Yeah, I, you know, I shower a couple times a month. <laughs> yeah. A couple times a month at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Maybe even once a week. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like a backhanded comment. I didn't know at the time what that meant. Like what that was, I guess. But she was definitely trying to be nice in a weird like, you know, those older white women uh, yeah, type of way. Class, rich rich white yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are actually kind of almost not scumbags. You you might kinda sorta have your shit together. <laughs> Fucking old That's old fun. white ladies. Oh shit, are we sh- taking a shot? When you get back. No, yeah, I'm do back. you guys uh, I'm fucking back. Let's I take was, a shot and do you guys want to I'll try to do some news. I don't know how well this will work. I don't we'll, know. We'll go <laughs> through it. Let's see here. Let's just take a shot. Let's just take ready. Uh, uh. No, that's not the right one. Sober. All right, that works. We're so sober. We're so sober. Going. Rob, spit that track, mother. Yo. <laughs> and Dom and yo, yo. Spit the track. Don't make you know it that. Don't that mix, slap. Pass mix me tapes the coming soon. Mixtapes coming soon, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All right, ready? A little clinky in front of yeah, in Dom's, front of mic, Dom's again. mic again. I'm chugging this one. Ready? Oh, okay. I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah. So I don't look goofy as shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Well, I chugged what I didn't spill on my shirt. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it just went down me like I was had a hole in my mouth. I was gonna let it go. I'm glad you called yourself out. Did it get on my? No, it just went down it right down my chin. Like it. Yeah, I don't see a wet wet spot. I just had to lick my lick my chin. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you just get a hairball? No, I just like. I feel like different parts of your tongue are more sensitive to this than others. So you got like the, got sensitive, the sensitive part. part Taste right of the Jameson. There. Shout out John Jameson if you want to sponsor us. Send us a bunch of bottles. Oh my god! Yeah. Could you imagine? Imagine when we actually get a sponsor. I hope that happens one day. One day, maybe we'll be less than or more than useless. I won't I, be just making. Fake, I've got a hanker. Fake things. For a new sponsor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a hankering to tell you about hankering. Uh, actually, that I present me. to everybody Dutch Masters. They're uh, oh, bring those fine. <laughs> no, we got to go Fontos. That's the new shit. Like, it's actually just like a tobacco leaf, basically. It comes in huge leaves, and you just cut it to the blunt size, and you can roll with it. So you don't have to, like, empty the fucking tobacco out of it. So what the fuck's been going on in the world lately? All right, let's see here. We got a stolen Doritos truck. I'm sorry. That it, there was a chase in Oklahoma City that lasted a hundred miles. A high speed Doritos truck chase. It says how high speed in a big ass Doritos oh, truck. Let's find out. This says this would have been a case for Eric Estrada because one good chip deserves another. A dude <laughs> in Oklahoma City thought it would be a good idea to steal a Doritos truck that was sitting unattended at a local gas station. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Look, just so Amazing. everyone knows. There's one in the back. Just so everyone knows, this is coming from TMZ. That's why the article's Thank written you. like this. The dude in question, <laughs> Joshua Carp. And we do mean in question because Doritos truck wrapped in one gigantic advertisement is not exactly your run-of-the-mill Honda on the road. This was a layup for cops who easily spotted the ad for Doritos nacho cheese chips. Carp didn't go down easy. Police chased him through three counties, 90 minutes in all, before shooting the tires out and arresting him. That's right. Police Captain Jeef. Jeef. Jeef? How you spell Jeef? Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Jeff Spruill was incredulous. He's quoted as saying, did, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Did this motherfucker spell know- Jeff with a G? 
No, I disagree. Oh, I am okay. just way. I'm drinking. Oh. <laughs> I'm drinking too much. You read J E F G? Yeah, I did. Uh, I would love to know the motivation of stealing a truck that's very, very easy to spot and doesn't go very fast. Adding, what do you think you're going to do with a truck like that? Maybe Joshua was just in a crunch. All right, that was the whole article. So, would you ever steal a Doritos truck? No. Me either. If it Joshua. was full of something other than Doritos, like cash maybe. But Is this, well, a, I is this a single flavor or variety? <laughs> I think it's just nacho <laughs> cheese, the whole entire truck. If it was all nacho cheese, Ooh, I would think about it. Yeah. What's, your, what's your preferred flavor? I think, so I, I was a cool ranch and a cooler ranch forever. Dude. And then I you switched, switched to the switched nacho? To the cheese. Me too. Me and Erica's wedding. Yep. Uh, I was like, we should, have, cake? we should probably have nachos at the like Doritos at the wedding for people like to eat, like because we did like a uh, cookout theme. Yeah. And I was like, we should probably do like uh, nachos just for people to snack snack on. She's like, all right, yeah, nachos, right? And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure more people like Cool Ranch. And she's like, no, definitely people like the nacho ranch. So we decided to put a. Bowl of each on e- every table. There you go. To see which one went more. And the cheese was gone. No, dude, cool ranch for really? sure. Cool yeah. ranch went cool ranch the nacho went before cheese, the nacho huh? cheese. Yeah, damn. But I changed since then to being way more of a fan of the nacho cheese. I You're think it's a smarter, just a better tra- man. I think it's just the traditional thing. So it's just the uh, that's the flavor I want more. We've decided that. We're going to find a venue that we don't have to cater at the venue so we can do food trucks at the wedding. Hold on. Am I invited to your wedding? Of course. Oh, yes. Okay. Because I love weddings. And when you get older, that's really the only thing you have to look forward to is your friends getting married. Yeah. Because like other- those are the funnest nights. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, sure. wait. Am I invited? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, thanks. I would have stopped talking about I honestly thought you guys would just assume that. I honestly thought you guys would assume it. He's like, Connie, I have to invite Rory and Dom. Not their she's, wives or anything. Yeah, just yeah, those yeah two. just them two. She's, she's like, you're, you're his plus one. All right, yeah, literally, yeah, they're only just them two. Yeah, they're gonna sit at a table by themselves. They're yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I mean, but no, we've decided we're gonna do food trucks so we can have a, like a variety. We're thinking. She wants something to do with Mexican, so like a taco or like an yeah. empanada truck. That no, we found. Not, a, not a bad idea, man. And then Hell the other yeah. truck is either going to be barbecue or uh, Wander Pizza has a food truck, and I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of their, their pizza. Good pizza, man. Good pizza. So, I mean, and that's like... And I, they, hold on. I think we've already done this once during the podcast, but they don't get enough credit. People who are like maybe trying to go to Kushnot, check out Wander Pizza. They're both quality. It's comparable. For sure. It's comparable for sure. Two different types of pizza, though, I will say that. I'm a crunchier, more well-done type of pizza guy, and that so Wander appeals to me a bit more. Oh, really? Because I feel like Kushnok's got a nice crisp. I actually, I think that I, I have to ask for well-done at Kushnok, and I don't have to ask for it at Wander. That's kind of the difference. Huh. Huh. Kushnok, okay. for me... From my experience, was not a crispy thin crust necessarily. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't also it. It was not a floppy thin crust either. Yeah, I don't, yeah, they I don't definitely wanna, cook I don't it say enough. It was, they I don't cook it enough, it but bad. I'm a I'm a crispy dude. I just yeah. hope that uh, Wander Pizza gets enough business. That's all I'm saying because they're definitely quality pizza, and I feel like that location is just hard, man. Because it's a one way, the one way location. So we work. At, I work at Lee. On Western yeah, Ave, like up location. past up past the margaritas, 
I have to go down to the armory, or I usually turn around actually at AutoZone, but I have to go down and turn around to get to Wander. We still want order Wander at least once a week at work because it's just there's no pizza around that's comparable. Uh, Kushnok is very do. good, but it doesn't carry out well. Yeah, that's that's true. I could see that too. I could totally we, understand. We the get, other thing is the drive. I have to drive an extra five minutes for Kushnok, so by the time I get back, it's it's a little colder. We yeah. we get Kushnok for cuts night at Hive. We do every once in a while. Uh, a few of us we get together and we have a night where we just chill Trim and, and shit. chill and we smoke and we get haircuts. Oh, so uh, we will get like dinner or whatever. And uh, I, whenever we get Kushnok, it seems to be, it seems to be good. Yeah, it's always it seems great to be like. But I, yeah, I understand. Like in, in like, no way do I think uh, what I'm trying to say is that I wouldn't order there. I just happen to prefer. Like, and that's the thing. Pizza is always a preference thing. Like, the sauce could be a little sweeter or a little more spicy. And, like, you could have a dough preference or the amount of cheese yeah, they use. Yeah, Pizza is sure. a definite, like, a preference thing. And so... So, what's your, what's your frozen pizza preference? I think we got to go there. Uh, first off, I have to mention, air fry your frozen pizzas because it makes a Wait, whole, the it's whole, a whole thing? Diff- you got to buy a little smaller ones. Or, actually, my mom bought us, like, a... Fucking 10-quart air fryer. I was going to say, my air fryer is an Instant Pot air fryer. Yeah, so it's not it's, big. It will not be. I've so our air fryer, air fryer, the one we have now is enormous and has, yeah. like, multiple racks like an oven. So if you get, like, the... So it looks like a toaster to- oven, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you get, I get, like, a... I think it's a Totino's, and it's, like, a s- single-serving size, and I can do that in the air fryer. And the air fryer is just a convection oven. That's all it really is. Totino's? And Isn't so, that, like, the high school joint? I'm pretty the square sure. square joint? Uh, mm-hmm. No, that's what? you're thinking of Elio. Or no, the, I your mean, Elios, I mean the, ele- the elementary Elios, school joint. Dude, every once in a while, joint, I fuck with Elio. I don't fuck with it anymore because it's like I've just been disappointed in my adult years, so I've I moved away from really? it. Really? But I, that was my jam as a kid dude, or a teenager. I have very fond memories of eating Elio's pizza at my grandmother's house when I was a kid. Is it Elio's or Elio's? I, I think it's E L L. I think it's whatever you pronounce it as as a kid because I mean, you eat I mean, it as a no, child. No, that's like saying. Oh, I'm English, so I don't have to say Spanish words the right way. Oh, <laughs> come on. Elios, Elios. Is somebody going to call you But out? it's E-L-L. Like, what so the hell are you even talking about? I would Elios, argue that it's Elios. Elios. So it's the What did I say? Elios. 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 Like it's a fucking squirmy worm in the water type of pizza. All right. So my name is. You ever had eel pizza? My name is Catone, but it's Catone. So it's probably Elios. That's probably what it is. I didn't mean to make a cry, but. Wrong. For 30 years. I honestly don't know which did, way I've did pronounced you ever it. Get, did, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those did, things that I've just changed. In elementary school, did you ever get tuna melt on Friday instead of the pizza? Dude, you did went you to a way richer that? school than mine. Yeah, yeah, no, but that wasn't even an option. I remember. Oh, you just had one option? Yeah, I mean, I don't even think I knew what a tuna melt was till I was no, like 18. No, we, we, we had a tuna melt and pizza on Fridays. And it was like, if you got the tuna melt, you were like banished to like your own Yeah, I bet. Table who the fuck got that? Yeah. You had an option between pizza and, and tuna, tuna mouth. Yep, that was it on Fridays. Yeah, was, what were they? And that was every they were Friday. Like, I remember getting the fucking printout 
thing. They're and they like, would throw away like, 400 uh, tuna melts because every kid chose pizza. Like. Yeah, they're like, we're trying to promote bullying, so we're going to make sure that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure this kid has shit-ass yeah. breath after yeah. lunch so he can get beat up in the yeah. hall. Uh, anybody who, and we're going to make sure that we know hot who, tuna, hot tuna. tuna with a slice of American cheese yeah. on top of it. <laughs> or pepperoni pizza, which do you or, want? Or pepperoni pizza with some tots. Like, we, yeah, we fucking only, with. Whenever we had pizza, it was cheese or pepperoni. They wouldn't ever throw in like a random tuna option. So, so no, for real though, do you guys fuck with like Red Baron, Freshetta? Like, what do you fuck with? Uh, like if, if you got to grab the frozen pizza in the aisle, what's it going to be? I've actually been into the, I think they're called Screaming Sicilians. I've seen those. They those like are pretty decent. They that's like what I, good. that's what I get. But Erica does a lot of the shopping lately and she's been grabbing, um, I'm not sure what the brand is, but it's a cheese pizza, but it's like a four cheese pizza, and it's pretty good. I'm not sure. It may be even be I'll just, Newman's. I'll just is put the, it out there. Do they make pizza Newman's own? That I, that go, I, yeah. I okay. go for. I think it might be that. The Red Baron, and the Red Baron is actually, it's, it's on the cheaper scale. Yeah, it's it on might the be side. the cheapest. Story. I like the Red Baron Buffalo Chicken. <laughs> but no, Tony's is cheapest. Red, but red, okay, yeah. And Tony's, Tony's is I, I will say, Tony's used to have a Mexican pizza that was fucking top tier, and they got rid go. of it. And now they just you can't have always go by. What are they, the Netflix of fucking food? They're like, oh, you like this show? Bye bye. It, it was the Netflix. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I'm They're like somebody. You else get one season of this. And How you're many done. times have I watched a Netflix show? <laughs> one season. Wow, I really love this. And then I get on Facebook the next day, and it says canceled. Netflix has decided to cancel every show you love. Because they fucking hate you, and they're but, upping their price as well. Yeah, so, but they're gonna do a new reality show. Mic. It's like don't I, do what the MTV is. Netflix gonna do the MTV where they get rid of everything good and just give us Netflix show like reality shows about people fucking. I don't <laughs> about that. people fucking. I don't want that. I, I, I like the red. Oh, Baron. Goldberg. The oh, red, oh, the Red Baron has a little bit of a spiciness to the sauce. Oh, shit. and I like that. That's I like a I like. sweet sauce. I grew up on like sweet the, sauce. the yep. sauce hat is ki- is king when it comes to delivery. I there mean, was, to frozen pizza. So yeah. in my and, region, we yeah. had uh, Salisbury Beach and Hampton Beach, and we would call it Beach Pizza. There's Christie's and Tripoli's, these two famous ones. They both exist in both beach areas, and they're usually right next to each other. So it's yeah. this big rivalry. Like it's a flat square piece of pizza, and then if you don't ask for extra cheese. They just put Parmesan on top, like the shaker Parmesan. If you ask for extra cheese, they put a slice of provolone on each slice. And it's Ooh, it's a, it's a yeah. little bit weird and different than most people would no, like, like, but that. it's really desirable. Yeah, like, I like that idea. I like the idea of using a different type of cheese because that brings you – it draws – maybe people right. won't like it, but it also is like, okay, if I want that flavor – let me, yeah, I and I will say there, Chris, Christie's you know has I mean? a very sweet sauce so I, that appeals to me. And then, man, you just throw salt and pepper on there. The pepper with the provolone really, oh. Let me, I want to go to uh, Hampton Beach right now. Let me break down a couple pizzas here. So, break down some. We're doing so you talk about frozen the, pizza. You, so you talk about down. the sweet sauce. Sweet sauce is the bomb. That's my so shit. So in Maryland, Maryland has a Lido's. Lido's Pizza is the, is the, sto- is the company. All right, Lido's Pizza. They got a nice sweet sauce, sweet marinara sauce. They have a nice, and they also sweet do sweet dick. They also do <laughs> dick. They also do the rectangular, so, uh, the rectangular pizza. Oh, with the, the, the grandma slices. is it grandma? So it's cheese so, on bottom, sauce on top. Nope, nope, nope. That's not oh, Chicago. She just won. 
Bianca, Bianca Belair, Belair just won. is the new oh. champion of, of the women's parade. SmackDown oh division. Bianca Belair is the new women's SmackDown champion. She just beat Sasha props, Banks. Props to her and her uh, six-foot dread. Also, is what is uh, she beat Sasha Banks, who plays in The Mandalorian. What is the character's name? I can't remember. She's a sidekick of, of uh, uh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. And she she does a, an admirable I job. I will say she's good she's in that good. show. I like her character. I didn't know character. that was a wrestler. Yeah. Yep. Sasha Banks. Yep. So... Lido's has the sweet sauce, okay? Has, oh, has, here we go. I didn't see this part. Lito's, so I'm anxious to see what happens. If Lido's did a pepperoni pizza, it would be cut into the little square slices, and every little square slice would have a pepperoni on it. And that pepperoni would curl up and have the little pile, the, little puddle oh, of grease. Oh, yeah, in oh, it. yeah. The curling pepperonis good. are great. Yeah. Yo, her finisher is actually pretty dope. Yeah. That's a good slam. Like, no yeah. joke. No. Like, Bianca's the shit. Yeah, I I like that girl. I never met. I never seen what her. Is the, what the is the shit. significance of the three? And why is my finger not work? Why can't I do three? I think you're too drunk, Rob. No, because Bianca three over Belair. Here. Yeah, it's just that side. You did too drunk on that side. My the, right the side. EST. I think I'm having a stroke. Oh, dude, Rob. Oh my God, you guys. We got to end this episode. <laughs> 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 Rob's having a stroke right now. <laughs> Sorry, we have to go. Rob's broke. Don't He's call having a stroke. <laughs> I'm calling nine one one. No, we're just kidding. He isn't having a stroke. JKN guys, he's he's alive. <laughs> but Bianca so, Belair is the woman's champion. Okay, everybody, that was part one, and part two will be available. Shortly, it may be available right now. Give it a listen, and thanks everybody for listening. As always, remember rate, review, like, subscribe, share with your friends, and we love you guys. Mm-hmm.